Every life-changing adventure, every life-changing decision, every life-changing opportunity that I have started began with a side hustle. Now, in case you're unfamiliar with that term, a side hustle is a small business or small venture that usually is not your main source of income while you get it off the ground. But if we're going to be real, side hustles have a stigma, right? Like when somebody asks, oh, do you do X? And you're like, well, actually, I'm a... I used to watch, I don't watch it anymore. I used to watch this terrible reality show called um, Vanderpump Rules. Okay, judge me, judge me, okay? I was at a different place in my life. And they had mentioned that in Los Angeles, which is very true, you are an actor slash. So when when you're in LA, you say, oh, so what do you do? People say, well, I'm an actor and I'm a bartender. So actor slash bartender actor slash waiter, actor slash Uber driver. And so when when you hear that, that's like a very quintessential Los Angeles side hustle, right? Like your actor, you wanting to be an actor is the side hustle bit. Well, when I started multiple parts of my businesses, like it began first as a side hustle and that at least in my experience, it came with a stigma. So when you have a side hustle, for some reason, people feel like they can have an opinion about it. They really can't, or maybe they won't share an opinion about your business when they consider it a business, but a side hustle? Okay, so for example, when I first picked up my camera, people were like, oh, that's such a sweet hobby. (laughs) I was like, it's not it's not a hobby it's just like a business that's not my full-time business when i started teaching entrepreneurs about social media strategy and marketing and branding a lot of people were like bless her heart she's doing another thing and i'm like well actually it's just another business that's not my full-time business so how do you explain that i know firsthand that side hustles have a stigma attached to them but I proudly take the opposite stance. Unlike a lot of people, I applaud the side hustle. I will slow clap that up. Like this is a terrible B movie. You know, it's like like the nerd has a makeover for prom or like the puppy is saved from freezing water and the people watching by the frozen lake. I'm like, Yes. Okay. That's what I do. When people tell me I'm a side hustle, I literally just clap <laughs> like a nerd. It's like very rich and uh, very uh, high budget sound effects. Anyway, I support and I applaud the side hustle. Why? Because side hustles make you hungry and side hustles are fun because there's not a lot of pressure on them and side hustles keep you scared and side hustles inspire you to dream and they fulfill you in, in, in a new way. So When I think about all these things, being hungry and fun and being a little scared and being inspired, are those not the key tenets of living a purposeful life? There is no shame in having a side hustle. You should absolutely be proud of yourself because you're doing something you love. I appreciate people who have a side hustle because they're thoughtful and they're dedicated and they're relentless. Sometimes our inner perfectionist becomes our biggest critic of our own work. And the question that people, business owners, often ask me is, how long should it take for my side hustle to turn into my full-time career? And, you know, I'm just going to say, there's no limit on your side hustle. It's not guaranteed to be a full-time career. But if it does, you're really, really lucky. Most often, side hustles stay side hustles. And if you really love it, it shouldn't matter. 
Because if it is bringing a tiny bit of revenue in and you love doing it, well, then that's that's amazing. That's a bonus. The time that it could take for your side hustle to become a business, well, I've seen it happen in businesses in two months and I've seen it happen in two years. I've also seen it happen in 20 years. The question remains, are you dedicated for how long it could take? But the bigger question is, as long as you're moving forward in the right direction, that's all you can do, right? Remember, you are not responsible for the outcome. You are responsible for the effort. You are responsible for doing the work that it takes to keep your side hustle alive. You are not responsible if people buy it with as much frequency to make your side hustle a full-time career. If you are executing at 110%, then it will happen at the time that it's supposed to happen. And I know that is not easy to hear because you're like, I am putting all this effort. Jasmine, I am not putting in 110% effort. I'm putting in 200% effort and it's not happening. Well, it just might not be happening at the time you want it to happen, but that doesn't mean that it will not happen. Is your side hustle fulfilling? Does it make you excited? Does it empower you to be driven? Good, good. That right there, fulfilling, excited, empowering, it pushes you to drive yourself. Those are the very things that people beg for. And you have it. So good. Keep moving toward your goal. Focus on being responsible for the effort, looking at the outcome, and then adapting, and yes, starting again. Every side hustle that has turned into a full career has been a series of reassessments, adapting, and starting again. That is it. Every time I go through these cycles, and yes, I go through them again and again and again, I get one step closer to doing what I want to do in the way I want to do it. And I want the same thing for you. Now let's talk about what you can be doing, the effort that's needed in your spare time. So if you have a nine to five job and you're trying to do everything you can to grow your business in your spare time, well, let's have a conversation about some tactical ways that you can maximize your time. Because I'm a firm believer that time is the most valuable thing you own, because it is. Time is not a renewable resource. The minute that that minute is gone, you ain't never getting it again. So if time is the most valuable thing we own, No matter how much money you have or education you obtain or your expertise in your field, well, you can't create more of it. But the good news is that it isn't too late to change or modify how you're spending your time. Time management happens to be one of the kind of like biggest pressure points. It's a very common complaint that I hear from business owners. And it kind of takes the shape like this. If everyone has the same 24 hours in a day, why does it seem like some people can accomplish so much more than others? Have you ever said that? I mean, I've said it. I, I Every day I wake up and I'm like, man, if I just had 25 hours, like, dang, the world will be a different place. Like, But then I see other people and they have kids and they have partners and they're CEOs and they're like, and I'm like, how, how, how are you doing all that? Like, you must, you must be getting 27 hours in your day. I have asked that. But the minute I started assessing how I was spending, not hours, like legitimately minutes of my day, I started realizing that I can amplify what I was able to do in very small pockets of time. Now, I don't know your particular situation, 
But I, I do know that I love productivity and I love productivity because it boils down to your priorities. When I was learning to manage my time as a business owner, and then I had to really reassess managing my time as a mom, that, whoa, bless my heart. It was very common for me to say, I don't have time. I don't have time to create more for social media. I don't have time to do more podcasts. I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to go to that event. And then somebody looked at me from across the table and said something so profound that I have never forgotten it. She said, why don't you change I don't have time to that's not a priority for me. (laughs) I would like to invite you to try that on and see how that feels. For me, I realized the minute I said making more content to market my business right now isn't a priority. And I was like, well, that's not true. And then I also tested working out is not my priority. Again, that was not true. Me actually saying that calibrated what my priorities were. So if you do find that your priorities are not accurately reflected in the way that you spend your time, then it's time to schedule and create a schedule that aligns with your values. If it's not a priority, then totally own it. That is totally, it is totally okay. If you had said, marketing my business is not a priority right now, I wouldn't judge you. I would support you. I would say good for you for being so self-aware with what is on your plate and the responsibilities you have than to simply say, it is not now. Good, really good for you. And I know it rubs people the wrong way when I will boldly come out and say that doing mommy and me groups, doing mommy and me field trips, that's not a priority for me right now. That's different than spending time with my daughter. But what I've noticed, and I could be totally wrong, maybe it's just like this little tiny subsect of where I live, is that like moms like to get together and get their kids together. And then a group of the kids play together and a group of the moms sit around for prolonged periods of time and they talk and they plan more subsequent things. So it starts off as like a couple hours at the park and then let's all take them over to lunch. And then it's like coffee midday break before the kids go down for a nap. And I'm like, hanging out in that long of a period in the middle of a workday, it's not a priority for me. And somebody right now listening to this podcast thinks to his or herself, but that is a priority for me. Good for you. I love that. Our priorities are different. There is not one that is right and there is not one that is wrong. But the minute I started articulating what they were, ooh, (laughs) I began to say, it is okay that I can't do all the things. And this is not a priority right now. And if that's okay, with you, the way it was okay for me for some different things, then I own it and then I learn how to be okay with it and then I accept it. So if you are ready to make some changes and balance your time to better reflect what your priorities are, I want to dive into five tactical tips that will help grow your side hustle while working your full-time job. And keeping your priorities intact. Okay, let's let, let's get it. I mean, y'all, I hope you're not prepared. I mean, these are so simple. They're not profound, but like I create these microsystems and they really work. And if only one of the five work for you, well, they're great. We, we're better for it. If all five, heck yes, I'll high five you. Number one, write down what you need to do. Y'all, I've been studying the brain. I love the brain. It's fascinating. Your brain is a miraculous place, but your brain was meant for generating ideas. Your brain was not meant to store them. 
try to use your mental capacity, not as a storage unit, because if you're using your brain as a storage unit, it leads oftentimes to stress, anxiety, and forgotten tasks. Why? Because your brain isn't meant to store, your brain is meant to create. So what you want to do is you want to write down either like digitally in a project management system like Asana or on a piece of paper. In fact, I keep a piece of paper and a pen next to my bed because sometimes before I go to bed, I'm like, okay, I'll remember this in the morning. And guess what? I wake up in the morning and I'm like, I, I, there was a thought that I had and it was very good and I do not remember. I, I Obviously, like some different character comes out because I get really upset at myself for not remembering that pen and paper, y'all. Life-changing. When you write it down, it gets it out of your brain and creates more space ah, to think of new ideas. Number two, prioritize what's important versus what's urgent. Now, I get it. When you're in a side hustle, everything feels urgent. It really does because you're like, oh, this is make or break. It's not. It's not. I've been here too many times to tell you that whatever feels urgent is actually something that should never be put in front of what is important. So repeat after me. Just because it's urgent doesn't mean it's important. What is important, that that's going to move the needle forward. What is urgent may feel important, but it's ultimately just busy work. <sighs> that can wait. Like, like your email, Slack notifications, it's, you know, it's urgent. It can wait though. I recommend purposefully setting time aside that is notification free without interruptions so you can set goals and work on what's important. Number three, utilize small pockets of time. It used to be <laughs> very common for me to look at the clock and waste like five or 10 minute increments of time waiting like, oh, I have a meeting in like 10 minutes or, you know, I can, I'm supposed to leave in 10 minutes to this event. I'm just going to like diddle dowel until then. Like, let me refill some waters or let me like brush my hair 87 times. You know, like something that truly wastes time. And no, I didn't brush my hair 87 times. I'm just trying to think of something off the top of my head that's really banal. Okay. So I would use those times often and I'd be like scrolling on my phone. I wasn't actively engaging. I was literally just scrolling. Now I see what I can do in small, tiny windows of time. And then I'm like, wow. So for instance, at the time of this recording earlier today, I gave a live class and then I had a mentorship meeting with one of my mentors and there was this 20 minute gap. And I was like, okay, I have a podcast to record and if I talk fast enough, I can squeeze it all in and I could record or I could record half of it, push pause, do the mentorship meeting, come back and finish out the other one. And guess what? I was able to like bang out that other podcast before that meeting. There were times in the past where I would be like, okay, so let me make a smoothie and like, let me catch up with uh, scrolling. Let me catch up with like reality gossip on social media. I would hundred percent do that. And now I realize that ain't worth it. That ain't, ain't worth it. Like, let me get what I got to get done in small pockets of time. I think you would be really surprised what you can do in five to 10 minute increments. Number four, be honest about capacity. Like be honest with it. I for years was never honest. I would put 87 things on a to-do list and I'd be like, you're going to get this done come hell or high water. And then when I only got like half of the list done, I would be like, look at you. You're so slow. You're so terrible. And I'm like, slow, terrible compared to who? Like how many hours in a day and how much bandwidth do we have? Like nobody wants to feel like they're failing. So be realistic with the intentions that you set each day. 
when you're working a full-time job, you may only have 30, 40, maybe you only have one minute a day to work on your side hustle. That is okay. Now, if you only have an hour, no problem, but you gotta be really intentional about what you do in that one hour. If you don't have time to do 25 tasks in an hour, well then don't add them to your list of things to do on that day. Just don't. It makes it, You subconsciously beat yourself up when you're not getting things done. Make sure you set yourself up for success and estimate your time well. The more you actually do tasks, the better you become at assessing how long those tasks take. So in the beginning, it might take a little tweaking, but if you only have 45 minutes, allocate those 45 minutes and bang it out. Lastly, lucky number five, learn to rest and not quit. I want to make sure specifically I'm talking to side hustlers because it's real. It is real. Oftentimes people are maintaining a side hustle and their career and other responsibilities. They're a caretaker or they're perhaps they're a parent or perhaps they are responsible for siblings or perhaps they're highly involved in like a church or a synagogue. Uh, Friends, there's a lot going on in your life and how much time you spend on your side hustle is not an indication of how important it is or how good you are at your side hustle. We understand that life comes with a lot of responsibilities. If you acknowledge what you're doing, it is okay for you to say, I think I need a break. I need a break. I'm not quitting. I'm not quitting. I just need to move a little slower. Make sure that you are taking time to step back when needed. And then you could return to a healthy baseline if you're feeling burnt out. Like nothing's wrong with that. You are on your own journey. I'm happy to say that being strict with putting parameters around what work time is for me and when I'm not going to work, it has made a profound difference in my overall well-being and my happiness. And I know that setting parameters, setting regulations, setting boundaries, that's that's not just good. It's sexy. I look at people putting up boundaries. I was like, go on. That takes courage. Put up those boundaries. You be in control and power of what it is you are doing. I'm actually going to leave you with this. It's kind of a little bit of a thought. One time last year, my team and I, we were batching video content in my apartment complex. So for those of you who don't know, I moved in, we bought a house, we refurbished it, but we had to live in an apartment. Not we had to live. Come on, girl, come, come correct. We got to live in an apartment. We got a safe place to stay. We got an opportunity to live that apartment life with a newborn. It was not easy, but it was wonderful. Okay, so we were batching video content in my apartment and we had very clear views of a pool right outside the window. And we moved into a brand new apartment complex. We were the first people to live in our particular building and in our particular unit. And so they had this beautiful courtside. They had two Olympic style pools. They had cabanas. I mean, y'all, we in California, you do not mess with pools. Like pools out here are prime real estate and this apartment complex spared no detail, spared no cost. They were stunning. And as we're recording content, I'm going to be honest, I was so jealous, like ugly. I had envy. I was green, okay? I thought, I don't want to be working. I want to be out there by the pool. I want a good book. I want an icy beverage. I want a tan. I want my freckles to come on out. But then I had like a real moment of reminding myself that the work we're doing is to get me where I want to go. It is not my time to rest yet. 
the time will come. The time's not now. When I'm feeling overwhelmed and stressed, and um, be honest, your girl's being real, when I feel just plain jealous of like my carefree neighbors living up by the pool, I had to, and I have to, anchor myself in my purpose. I have always believed that my actions map my aspirations. I can't have big dreams and then act like, "Mm, they're just gonna come to me. No, I can't have big dreams and act like they're going to come with me without what? Doing the work, doing the work, doing the work. So wherever you are right now, in a cubicle in your nine to five, waiting in your car to pick up your kids, working on your side hustle late at night, walking your dog while you listen. Remember, we all want to be by the pool. Now, if you hear that and you're like, "Uh, I'm just not bikini ready, or my skin doesn't like this one. Listen, the pool is proverbial. Wherever it is you want to be, whatever lifestyle or desire, however you want to spend your time, we all want to be by the pool. The difference is that some of us will choose to go to the pool and some of us will choose to do the work to get to where we want to go. Being an entrepreneur means that you're willing to do things that other won't. You'll create while other people are complaining. You will plan while other people pity themselves. You will work while other people are wishing and thinking. Mm. But make no mistake, it ain't for the faint of heart. Building a business is not for the faint of heart. You must love the process of growing, not just the perks of the blossom. Ooh, <laughs> I can't take credit for that. I can't take credit. I heard that from my podcast producer. You must love the process of growing and not just the perks of the blossom. You and me, we're gonna do some big things. We are. And if you are ready to leverage whatever time you have, if it's a side hustle, if it is your full-time job, if you are ready to take whatever spare time you have, five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour, two hours, and you're ready to take it to new heights, you're ready to market your business differently than you have before, I'm inviting you to join Social Curator because y'all hear me talk about it, but we've never done this before. This is surprise, bonus, bring, bring, bring. Maybe I need a sound effect. Boom. Okay. This week only until 5 p.m. Pacific time on April 29th, 2022. Social Curator is 50% off your first month or $100 off your first year. I mean, come on, you can join Social Curator for just $25 and it is a perfect subscription for every side hustler and busy entrepreneur out there. There are thousands and thousands of beautiful, stunning photos. We have 30 new caption templates every month. This month's marketing plan is 11, count it, 1-1, Behind the scenes, a three camera real tutorial with screen recordings of transitions that you could literally walk step by step and create them for your business. If you are like overwhelmed and you don't know what to do, turn this one on. You will have a beautiful reel outlined ready to go for you. Mm. You could be posting reels. And every week in our community, we post trending reels and trending audios. Why? We want you being ahead of creating content for TikTok, for Instagram, wherever you are. And remember, Instagram, they are starting that reels trend and Facebook is quickly picking up on it. They're actually asking creators on Instagram to start pushing their content over to Facebook, which is very intriguing, more opportunities for us to market our business. So if you would like to get started, 
50% off, y'all. We've never done it. You can start your subscription today, socialcurator.com forward slash join, and you can click on the link in the episode description. Remember, this discount is only available until this Friday, April 29th at 5 p.m. So now is the time to invest in your business at socialcurator.com forward slash join. I will see you inside of our private community soon. And that's where I host group coaching sessions. That's where I do Instagram audits. This is where we go through the biggest marketing strategies for your business. I'll see you there.